Hello, Fangirl Nation. This is Tracy, your co-host of Fangirl Talk, joined by a very excited Warriors Fangirl. We are recording this podcast literally minutes after the game ended. Steph, congratulations. They're going back to the finals. Well, thank you. It's been a really great ride for the last five years. But, you know, every minute matters, especially when we have had all the criticism that DeMarcus Cousin came on our team, then Katie, or Katie first, but and they're doing it without them. So, you know what? I am 100% invested. I'm all in. I'm so excited, and we're going to the finals. Yay! And now, of course, what remains, even though I will start by saying I was on the Rip City train, as you all may have seen on Twitter, but, you know, I love a good storyline and the whole thing, but that train has come to a halt. So now it's time uh, for the Warriors to head to the finals, and we are joined tonight by our Raptors fangirl, Becca Chance, because, of course, the Golden State Warriors are trying are going to find out who they play in the next few days with the Bucks taking on the Raptors. Becca, your team had a very exciting win yesterday. The series is now at two games to one. I believe that is correct. You guys are the NBA fangirls. I just work here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is correct. Um, <laughs> so, Becca, that was an exciting game. It was. It was really messy towards the end. There was a lot of foul outs. There's a lot of missed shots. But I was really impressed with the Raptors' ability to capitalize on, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks not being able to get anything to fall and just stepping up on the offensive side. I think Kawhi really put the team on his back when, you know, he had Powell and uh, Lowry foul out, you know, pretty early in overtime. So I thought that was a very exciting game, but I didn't I didn't like the anxiety of it, I guess, towards the end because, you know, that could have that could have ended our season right then and there. So I'm hoping tomorrow night is a little bit different as far as as far as our ability to um, score early and not make it go to two overtimes. Totally fair. What do you think uh, the Raptors have to do? And Steph, I think you wanted to jump in there, so please do. I just think that the Raptors have literally the best secret weapon in basketball, which is Kawhi Leonard. And I do think that he changed the game not only for you in this series, but in the last series. And what do you do to supplement Kawhi at this point? Well, what, what do you think the Raptors do to supplement Kawhi Leonard? Probably not you personally, though. Right, not I, you. Though, please feel to impart any advice because they could be listening to this podcast. You'd like to give them a massage, yeah. <laughs> but what do you think the Raptors need to do to, to supplement, Kawhi, supplement Kawhi? I think he's been super big in this postseason and that, you know, I think he's had the most points. I, I think I read something. He has had the most points in postseason history since Michael Jordan. So I think the Raptors have to step up with like Mark Gasol. I think he was the big difference between us getting, you know, blazed through on game two and then us coming out with the win in game three. I think Mark Gasol was the difference in that. There just needs to be an equal balance. I think they can't rely on him remaining going forward and only him because after, you know, the Bucks go back and watch tape, they're going to see more efficient ways to guard Kawhi and shut him down offensively. So I think that he's going to have to really rely on Larry, the point guard, and finding that chemistry from deep and not so much driving the bar every single time, which I think the Raptors have been proven to be very good at, but they're going to have to be able to mix it up inside and outside the paint. Steph, what would you do if you were the Bucks? Well, I'm attacking quite every time. I'm double teaming <laughs> him. I am going to get his big hands off 
the basketball because to me, Kawhi is everything. I think he's absolutely a game changer. And I think the Bucks are amazing in their own right. And I think this is a really good, it's a good matchup. To be honest with you, I think for a lot of NBA fans, they thought that the Bucks had this wrapped up. But I think the real thing is Kawhi because he has the ability to change the game. And I've said this on other podcasts. And I'll, and I'll say it now, but he ha- he's a two-way player. He doesn't just play offense. Right. He plays defense, and he can shut your game down as fast as he wants to. So the, the way I feel about Kawhi is I am very scared. I have to respect the man that does it. And the, the way I feel, it could go either way, but you have to respect Kawhi either way. I agree. I think he's come up big on both sides of the ball, not just offensively. You don't he doesn't get as much credit as you think he would for his defense, but you know, he's 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 getting on both sides of the ball. He's running up and down the court probably faster than most of the defensive players. You know, he's not lagging at all. He capitalizes on I guess the laziness of the Bucks, especially when it gets into the third and fourth quarter. Um, when you kind of see them kind of falling off a little bit right. and uh, rubbing out their, their starting lineup a little bit, you know? That was a, an interesting word you used, laziness. Steph, do you see the Bucks getting lazy at that point in the game? No. The Bucks have their game that they're playing, and they have a lot of strong players. They probably have the best defensive player in the world with Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, who can argue that? I don't know if anyone can. He's MVP, right, Steph? He's my MVP. Like, if I'm going to choose right now, he is absolutely the MVP. But what's crazy about it is not only does he play defensively, but he guards that rim. And so you miss your shot, and he makes sure to banks it in. So that's why I think he's so valuable. But at the same time, like, you know, that's probably, I don't want to mess up your hopes here. But I definitely think Milwaukee's going to the finals. But I love Kawhi. Like, I've watched him here in San Diego. So, obviously, I know what kind of player he can be. I just don't think he has the supporting cast. And I do think, at this point, Milwaukee is determined. And they're ready to go. They're not messing around. And they want to go. So, do you think that you're saying that the Bucks, in your opinion, have a more depth on their bench and um, versatility as far as the roster goes is where you think it's just a Kawhi show on the Raptors? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I do think the Raps have a lot of, they have a lot of good things going for them. And of course, you know, Kawhi is one of them. But based on what I've seen during these finals and what I've seen from the Bucs, I just thought that the Raptors would come out really hard and they have it right like absent game one right there's not been really a really good showing that's what I want from the Raps if I see that then maybe my opinion will change do you feel like it's the Kawhi show Becca I feel like in the postseason yes it's definitely been the Kawhi show um but I do think we have that depth and not only our starting lineup but on the bench as well I think players are able to come off and be just of an impact as anyone else that starts the game so I think that's 
I think just finding that chemistry on and off the bench, no matter who comes in or who you're playing next to and not, you know, just taking it for yourself because you don't have trust in those players. I think that's going to be big in this game four. But even if Raptors do tie it up tomorrow at home, they still have to go back for two of three games um, at Milwaukee to finish the series, which I think that Raptors have kind of been rocky as far as on the road goes. So that's the only thing in my eyes that I'm concerned about depending on if we win tomorrow is those road games at Milwaukee because the Bucks have been proven to be consistent at home. So would you say, and I I don't want to get dramatic, but you know, (laughs) it's sports and sometimes we're dramatic, but would you say it's a home game tomorrow and we're down two to one, but would you say in a lot of ways it's a must win game for the Raptors tomorrow? Oh yes, definitely. See, I wasn't being that dramatic. (laughs) Plus, when I say I don't want to get dramatic, that means I 100% want to get super dramatic. (laughs) Drama is sports. I mean, we're all dramatic. You know, we all really feel our teens. And (laughs) I have to say, like, just so you know, Becca, I'm 100% rooting for the Bucks right now because I'm a huge, huge Ole fan. And I love what they've done because they're a small market team. They have created something from nothing. I am all about that. And I'm super excited for them. I'm nervous because you're a poser. It's quiet, Leonard and team. So that's that's all I'm trying to say. I just think that if at this point, it's, it's, it's a tough road. Steph is also on a Golden State Warriors going to the finals high right now. So <laughs> she's definitely, which we can totally understand. I like getting you minutes after the game ends, Steph. <laughs> like this, there's like an elation in your voice that I love. Sorry. The excitement of it all. Sorry. I can tell too. <laughs> no, there's nothing to be sorry about. That's the you're a fangirl. It's exactly it's exactly what I'm looking for. It's nothing to be sorry about. I love it. I love having it. It's like it's a great place to be. You know, it's kind of it's fun to to do it this way. For those of you that don't know this, and I'm not sure why you would, we normally record in the mornings. And I had a time to like chill out. Yeah, this this is like we're getting it right after it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. So Becca, you got a big game tomorrow night. Um, I. Try to remain fangirl agnostic aside from my slight jump on the Rip City train. But again, I love a good story. And Dame in that Oakland A's jersey, I mean, they really got me. Every, you know, if they just... Really? Yes, I thought I thought it was a good look for him. If he wanted to go play for the Oakland A's, it was a great look, I'm just saying. But, you know, what are you going to do? So, Becca, you got a good game, a big game tomorrow night. In that series, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. I am going to go ahead and make a prediction. And by the way, for those of you listening to the podcast, the game starts tonight, but we're recording Monday night. So you're going to have the, so I don't want anyone to get confused listening to the podcast, thinking that they're going to be watching the Bucks and the Raptors on Wednesday. They are in fact playing Tuesday evening. I think the Raptors are going to win that game. I don't know why. But I also thought the Trailblazers were going to win at least one against Golden State, so I wouldn't necessarily go by me. But I do think the Raptors are going to win that game, and I think they're going to go back to Milwaukee too, too. So there you go. You heard it here first, or probably not first, but you heard it here. I agree. I think the Raptors are going to win this one. Becca, what do you think? I think they're going to win this one not only because they're coming off an 0 and 2 start to the series and they had, you know, not only media pressure but just the coach pressure and everything that was going on outside of the the game that and then they turn around in game 3 and they pull off this huge OT win yeah. which it's also like being criticized. Yeah, they needed two overtimes to beat the Bucks on an off night 
offensively for them. But I think it just goes to show the defensive side of our team as well. You know, it's not just all offense. If you look at our defense, you know, we came up with that huge block with like 30 seconds left on that layup. And that was a huge momentum changer. Yeah, Kawhi finished on the other side. Defensively, we have to be just as aggressive and as we are offensively, because if that's, if we're, we aren't, then the Bucks are definitely going to like take advantage of that and, you know, roll roll all over us like they did in game two, which I don't want because because at home, I think that's probably easier to bounce back from. Whereas at an away game, you know, with the atmosphere and the crowd, I just see it not going well for the Raptors. But I'm very optimistic for tomorrow night. And I hope that, you know, we keep this thing close. Okay, so we have two votes for the Raptors to win game four. Steph, I think you're going to pick the Bucs in game four, but I could be wrong. No, actually, I'm going to go Raptors. I Raptors actually (laughs) have a lot of, like, grit. Like, they're not the average team. And I said this before. I do think that they have so many game changers that they're, it's not just quiet either. They have game changers that are willing to put their whatever on the line to actually change the game. So, I am a big believer in what, obviously, Kawhi. But I do think that the Raptors are good enough a lot of win here. I don't know if they're going to win it, but I think they're going to make them fight. You think they'll win game four, but you still maintain the Bucks will win the series. Let me watch game four, Tracy. <laughs> but Steph, if we only talked about the things we actually watched, what fun would that be? It's so hard to speculate and make predictions on things that we have no idea will happen. <laughs> Otherwise, what kind of business are we in? <laughs> well, I think that they're going to make the Bucks think, and I'm hoping that they do. I mean, the Bucks are a great basketball team. And there's no slight to anyone that plays against them. They're a great basketball team. But if the Raps win game four, you have to consider everything. And that they are a great basketball team. And you can't, like, diminish that the fact that the Bucks are so, so good. It would be great, but you can't really call it at that point. It's, a, it's heads up. This is why basketball is fun. I think that sometimes we get caught up in every single game, but, you know, there's a reason that there's seven matches to win a series. So not one game matters. It's about what you do over the series. And I think that both teams have a chance to win this. If the Bucks lose to the Raps, Raps absolutely will deserve because they've earned it. That's all I'm trying to say. Thank you. Becca, do you have anything to say to that? Like I said, I said I think that the, this couldn't come back down to a better three groups of teams as far as offensively, go, like offensive goes. You know, Warriors are a huge offensive team. Bucks are a huge offensive team. And so the Raptors, off, uh, the Raptors and the Bucks were two offensive teams with the, as far as wins this season goes. So I think that you know, whoever prevails at the end of this series, that's exactly what the matchup that the Warriors need is another offensive, equally matched team. Because if not, you know, no matter how how much defense you're playing against the Warriors, you know, they're going to hit whatever they put up. So I think that the Raptors, in my opinion, are the better offensive match team for the Warriors to compete against. And I think it's going to make it a better series. If they win this series against the Bucks. 
I think the Bucks would probably go out pretty early, but that's just me maybe being biased <laughs> with the Raptors. But like I said, I don't think that the Bucks would be able to not only look as good against the Warriors as they do against the Raptors like they did in game two, but I don't think they would give the Warriors a run for their money like you know, the Raptors could with their explosive and, you know, kind of aggressive offense that I don't see necessarily in the Bucks, other than from, you know, players like Gannis and um, one or two players off the bench. So that's where I kind of like, that's how I kind of look at, I guess, moving on from this series, if whoever was to play the Warriors. And I think that the most interesting matchup would be the Raptors, 100%. I think it would be interesting too. I think, especially since, why Whitney was on the Spurs with the whole Zaza Pajulia thing. I think that it would put an end to all the missed calls. I mean, there was a play that was designed against it. So I, I'm all for Kwai. I, I think he is disruptive. I think he can do all things. I'm ready for whoever comes at us. Well, I think game four is going to be a very exciting game. I look forward to being able to watch it. Congratulations, Steph, on the Warriors going to another NBA Finals. And they are going to have a nice amount of rest before they get there. (laughs) Yeah, I hope they take it to seven games. Yeah, exactly. exactly. She doesn't mean that selfishly at all. As a basketball fan specifically, she wants them to take it to seven games. Also, she would like a very tired Eastern Conference team to come meet the Golden State Warriors. Well, Becca, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. This was a lot of fun, and we'll see who wins game four. We'll see who wins this series, this series and who will be taking on Steph and the rest of the Golden State Warriors come next week. Steph, congratulations again. Stephanie, congratulations. Steph Curry, congratulations. We have so many Stephs here. All the Warriors, all the stuff, all of our stuff MVPs. Becca, thank you again for joining us, and good luck in Game Four and throughout the rest of the series. Thanks, Thank you Becca. so much. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon.